0: It's good people hello people hello people how's it going how is it going how's it going in, out there
1: in 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 Drake world <laughs> where everything it, it is smooth. Drake's world we only live in it, and it you know <laughs> he gives us permission we're, we're all alone. To live in it
0: <laughs> it's all all Calabash
1: Calabash Calabas is a state of mind right about
0: now <laughs> you know we say something bad about Drake it's just, just like instant Thanos oh yeah <laughs> He just blinking out of existence.
1: (laughs) Uh, So what's good, people? It's Reg. It's Stone. And uh, we're talking music. Talking music. (laughs) And it looks like the the music you kind of can't avoid today, the man of the the billion streamer, which you'll inevitably be here in a Drake bar in about like a year or two. (sighs) My man, Scorpion, has Uh. come back. To reclaim his throne It was a tough one what for vengeance It was a tough one He got assassinated He had to go back To the cave a little bit Hide out Clean his wounds You know what I'm saying The tunnel was empty In the middle of the night Like a fucking Third world junta He snuck back in And took over the country again
0: Yeah But you know Alright so first off Let's let's crack our beers Ooh, Cheers We have a Ballast Point Fathom Yep IPAs balance point get at us always open for sponsorships and free alcohol in general like like, like any any yes, young... or free alcohol Oh Lord. Uh, but yeah no so scorpion dropped uh what week before last? i don't even know anymore uh and yeah, that's all we've been listening to basically and it's not intentionally it's just the memes the jokes
1: He's playing festivals for DJ Khaled. He's, it, he's everywhere. It,
0: it's crazy, too. Like, basically, all 25 tracks are on the Billboard Hot 100, which is insane to yes. me. Yes. It is ridiculous to me. I've never even thought or fathomed that every single track on an album will take up the Billboard Hot 100.
1: <laughs> and some of them tracks definitely don't deserve to be, even in the Hot two to 300.
0: Look, I mean, look, there's like at least 10 solid songs to filler. I would say like the rest, the other 15 are hot. Oh, you know, no. no. I, it's know.
1: So, so to go into your, your you had a you had a, you wrote a very well written piece <laughs> comparing Drake to Walmart. <laughs>
0: Drake is a new Walmart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because to a certain extent, you know, he's just, he's, he's too big to fail. But, uh, I think that, um, what's cool about the record is that we can make a lot of arguments and discussions about the quality but there's definitely times when you put in the work. It's, he's not phoning you oh, in yeah. here. Yeah. Like there's times you could kinda tell like, again, my, my favorite song of all time, I'm upset, where it's like bullshit. But there's some of some he's got some of his strongest singles ever, I think, on this record. Yeah. He's got a lot of filler, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I, I think it's better than what we saw in definitely in more life and I think in views also. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a little bit of that old Drake Fire is just kinda buried, you know, under twenty five songs trying to capture records like the most dreams ever. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I think that's what my point. I mean, you know, I, I I will walk back some things. You know, I said there were now no uh, singles other than like God's Plan and um, for what, which is not true. Because <laughs> in my feelings, is the number one song of the summer. Yeah, uh, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, but no, I mean, you know, the reason I wrote that article was that I labored through all twenty five tracks. And I even like, I think I got to the point where I missed something like In My Feelings, which is a great track. I missed things like AI 10, it, which it, is which is another great track. It's, yeah. it's a long ass album. It's a long ass album. It's like a struggle to listen to. And I, I understand, like, you know, people, you know, they create playlists out of the albums and things like that, or they pick their, like, you know, the top five songs. But I'm still of that old school generation where I want to listen to something cover to cover. Yeah. Like, to me, that is, that's kind of like, the epitome of what a great album is. And it's not a great cover-to-cover cover album. Um, it's a great, like, you know, take, like, your 15 songs and sequence them album. Um, but what, why I wrote that article was right after I labored through all 25 songs, I get an alert on all my Apple devices. <laughs> Scorpion streaming now! <laughs> Play on Apple Music, and I'm just like, "What the fuck?" I just, I just streamed it. Like your algorithm didn't know. It's it just they're like, please. I just streamed. Please like, give us these streams. I just, you know, like I went to an hour of my, and a half of my life to stream Drake Scorpion, and now you want to remind me? And it was on my iPhone, my iPad, like, you know. Yeah, no, it's
1: it's weird. It's to a certain extent, you wonder how much of the game is rigged, also. But um but like I said what what's interesting about it is the fact of where it's it's so so freaking long. Yeah. But at the same time there's a lot of good gems there.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of good gems. And and, and like I said, you know, and we can talk about the gems, but I just want to con- you know conclude. It's like, so so that's why I wrote the album, I mean the article and and said that Drake is do the new Walmart because the length in like the advertising campaigns, like SpyFi got called out because, you know, they had all Drake playlists. Yes. All their playlists were Drake. And apparently, I guess, like people got mad and like, or trying to get refunds for SpyFi premium because it says advertising. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's but that's smart, but it's true though. We'll it just, goes back to the game is being rigged. Yeah, agreed. You know, agree. it's kind of a yeah. dick move, but you know, like okay, whatever. Like, but but yeah. So you know, I wrote the article just kind of like around that. It's, it's like almost like this super corporate rollout around this album. Yes, which I thought was like kind of frustrating. And then listening to the album and you know, listening to like you know it being twenty five tracks and listening to all this filler and realizing that it's gaming the system and. You know, I, to me, I felt like like Drake could have really focused on quality. Like he was going to get the number one album in the country, regardless. Yeah, regardless, he could have focused a little bit more, more on quality. Like you know, cut out some of the filler, and he still would have had twenty fifteen tracks. Yeah, that'd have been <laughs> in dope the, in the yeah. top one hundred. You know, it, it's it to me it kind of felt like. There's just more of a corporate mindset with the the rollout. Even the fact that he never really responded to Put Your Tee directly. You know, like he, he, you know, the whole beef thing, he responded with like a press release basically saying that he didn't like mm. blackface. Yeah. You know, the whole nature of the album I thought was kind of uh, just like super corporate in nature. And I thought to me, that's kind of a bad thing for hip hop. Yeah, uh, But, you know, having that said, I thought that, you know, the album was dope. Like, the more I listen to it, the more I understand, like, the actual sheer genius behind it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it's something where, and going back to, like, the rollout, and you kind of had another point I thought was interesting because you kind of made an allegory towards Hilla Swift, where, yeah. you know, Swift comes out and her albums are in, in in Target. What I think was fascinating about the album was, even though he didn't directly, you know, go add push T, tea, there was a lot of references to what happened before. Yeah. It kinda of similar to kinda of how like Swift where, you know, Swift was always, you know, portrayed as this like, you know, this golden princess, you know, you know, queen of good where after that whole Kanye stuff and other things, to a certain extent, the crowd kind of turned on her. Mm -hmm. So when she had that Reputation album, it's all like gothic fonts, and she's looking like hardcore Taylor Swift. (laughs) She's going to go out there and sing with Metallica because she really couldn't do the same exact thing again. She had to kind of acknowledge that a change has kind of happened. Yeah. And I feel like Drake kind of does that here at times. Oh, yeah. Like, he definitely shows more growth and maturity where he's like, he's not totally answering. Like, he can't really go out of tea per se, but there's a lot of references towards the beef there's a lot of references towards the child. So, and it's and it's kind of weird because you see kind of growth and what kind of struck me about this album was going back to your point about it being 15 songs, I feel like this could have been his blueprint. Yeah. But as a result, it ended up being more like his blueprint too, mm. where in blueprint two, if you go back to it, everybody, you know, you know it's a bad, quote unquote, um, Jay-Z album. yeah. But if you revisit it, He's spitting straight through it. Is just the fact of there's so many songs that it yep. becomes fatigue? Yeah. But th- that blueprint two is as good as blueprint one if you cut away all the fat. And I think that's where kind of Drake kind of lost it here. Like you're saying, just you're so corporate minded, where as opposed to making art, he had to make commerce. Yeah. But like you said, the, the work is there though. And that's yeah. what's kind of disheartening. And that's what kind of makes me like wish I see what could have been. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And like I said, there's some really, like, 8 out of 10, which is, uh, I think that's a premiere beat, actually. Um, To me, it's like Drake spinning over (laughs) premiere, which is crazy to me. You know, it's just like, there's some really great tracks here. especially, And I think, like, a lot of people are gravitating towards this first half, which is, like, the rap half. Um, There's a track with Jay-Z, which... Has Jay Z's best line of the summer, which is basically like y'all, lived, you know, y'all killed X and let Zimmerman Zimmerman yeah. live, you know. Um, you know, like, um, there's a couple that are like nonstop. is good. Like there's some some really cool tracks here. There's, there is a corniest Drake line I think I've heard in a long time. Which was that? Which is I'm light skinned, but I'm a dark nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I think happens in survival or nonstop. I think it happens yeah. in like, the first two tracks. Yeah, it's. Yeah, that's Would a bad line. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, and I, again, I'm laboring through this hour and a half, and I'm just like, is this what it's going to be?
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah,
0: no. And, um, and then um, it premiered.
1: It the, the premiere track was "Sandra's Rose," which is another good track. Okay, work,
0: yeah. work, work, yeah, yeah. work. Because I
1: remember I was like, what was it? I was like, it was "Sandra's Rose." Okay, but yeah, no, no, he, he kills it. And the funny thing about the the that record is the fact of where it's like people are kind of definitely gravitating towards the 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 rap side, but the R B side has a lot of like it's it's got some killer rolls there also. Like it's not like it's totally slept on. Like there were tracks in the R&B side which I thought were 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 as good as the rap side. I think Ratchet Birthday is a great fun song. I know you would love that one. Yeah, you no, know, because it's 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 intentionally silly. Like it knows <laughs> it knows it's, it's it knows it's stupid. In my feelings, as you said, it's just going to be a gargantuan hit. You know what I'm saying? And for some reason, Ty Dolla $ign, who's having probably the best year, he's a, the new 2018 Nate Dog because if that man is in every song, <laughs> every album singing hooks, guaranteed there's a, there's a country music album coming out where he's singing <laughs> a hook somewhere in it. So there's a lot of great songs there, like March 14th about, about yeah, his kid. Yeah, March 14th. Like, it. So like, it's like, even even that whole divide where... Like, it's not a case of outcast where it's, like, you know, Love Below versus Big boy side, where it's two distinctive, like, songs. The R&B side does does get heavy, and, and on the flip side, the hip-hop side does get a little R&B at times. Like, 8 Out of 10 is a big club song. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah, yeah. So, it's, so it's weird how, like, even that, it's, like, it's, it shows you how almost cohesive the work would have been, because you could have easily cut the fat out and mixed the songs together in the album, and it would have worked. Like, there would have been no weird... Oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't do anything... Like, he does... Like, nothing between both sides. Both sides are pretty much unified. Like, you know, obviously one is more singing, one is more rapping, but it's it's all well in the wheelhouse that Drake does really, really well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no speaker box below in terms of, like, the duality. No sweat suit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that, kids, from Nelly? Um, you know, yeah. I mean, there's definitely... And I think too like there definitely wasn't a, you know a lot of distance between the hip hop and R&B uh, I guess like a lot of people realize like there are themes here like the first half he's in his feeling about dudes and <laughs> the second half he's in his feeling about chicks <laughs> <laughs> which is the only real like difference between the two halves yeah um but yeah no i mean like just going back to the first half like and i i didn't really notice this after but they just like digging into genius and digging in like listening to joe budden um like there's a lot of tweets here um drake is actually taking a lot of digs at kanye
1: Yes. A lot
0: more than push more a T More than push a T. By a large margin. More than Pusha T. And I, and I think that's because, you know, I think Kanye invited Drake into this whole good music world and then, you know, the push the push it thing happens and like, you know, Drake it's in his feelings about it as he should be, yeah. You know, um, but he's he does it in a way. It's like subtweeting. It's like you like like I said, like what Taylor Swift does. Yeah, like he does it in a way that's like if you didn't really go the genius, you probably wouldn't catch it. Yeah, you know, because he never mentions anybody by name. You know, he it, never, it's all vague
1: references. It's it like it's like this person hurt me. It's all like, hey, you know, I was invited. You know, and, and I forget he had a bar, and I and I and I'll I'll try to bring it up quickly. Where it's like he almost hinted, like you know, I gave you. a but it's stuff where it sounds like regular drake isms but it's like oh shit no he's talking about when he went to you know wyoming to give him some bars and things like that yeah
0: yeah yeah and and, you know just saying like you know i'm seeing my heroes and and, and, yeah so i mean it's really interesting how he was able to kind of pull that off um but i I, i think too just going back to the article like drake understands like his pop star like he's he is a pop star yes you know he is you know even more than even say a beyonce because he's way more of a crossover pop star than i think beyonce is you know or, or basically recent beyonce Re- like recent beyonce is is more kind of going back to the hip-hop and r&b world whereas Rick understands that he's he's high in iowa yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know and i think it's almost like I guess somebody said, like, you know, the fact that Drake is kind of like, you know, Republicans buy sneakers too, which is like the Michael Jordan thing. Like, he's, 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 he understands that he can't be like too street. Yes. <laughs> but he has to be in the streets. Yes. And he, he's able to kind of maintain that balance. So it, it, to me, like, going back and listening to the album more and more and, you know, like, just like looking at all these subtweets, I'm like, wow, this is masterful.
1: Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, and it's, and for somebody. For somebody where you could tell at least three or four of the songs directly referencing Kanye West were written relatively recently, yeah. And all things considered, it's also surprising. And, and go back to maturity. It's really it's it's a long project, but it's still a very well put together project. Oh yeah. As opposed to like all the gimmick music stuff where we got all those tracks and they seemed very half ass across the board. Yeah. It's interesting how like how it, it still feels like it's something where obviously it's current is re- is referring to recent events. But it feels like he's, if you told me he's working this album for about two years, I would have believed you. Yeah. Like, it sounds like he's working on it for a while. Even though it's a little bloated, it sounds like there's, and that's why I said it's kind of unfortunate where there's a lot of care in a lot of the tracks. Yeah. The samples coming in, the Quiet Storm sample that kind of goes in, That you know, when he's like, the, I forget the, the, um, the radio DJ from like the 80s, uh, what's his name there's a quick sample they kind of put in there mm. how he throws in City Girls for In My Feelings yeah 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 like yeah. it's stuff where it, it's very well constructed oh yeah so that's why it's weird where I was like ah shit this could have really been it you know and, and to a certain extent it's, it's the most fired up I've, heard, I've seen him or yeah. I've heard him in years yeah like he's somebody where he's got something to prove like he's actually spitting bars and and, and, and it's, it's and like I said it's something where it's much more than I expected yeah and I'm happy he came out with this album I, like, but like I said, it's just a little bit too long.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, look, you know, you're right. Compared to like even you know all the other major hip hop albums that have released this year, this is you know, you know Neil forty Shabib is like, I mean, it's a genius. Yeah, like, like it's very well constructed. It's very well. Co- it's very cohesive. It's very well put together. Very well engineered and mastered. Um, and yeah, it, it literally puts all the Kanye albums, even the Jay-Z and Beyoncé album, The Shame. Yeah. And what's weird is the
1: fact of, even though this guest appearances there, it's not much. It's maybe no. like four or five songs. So no. it really is all on Drake. Like, it's not like he's out there, like, like and not to say that More Life, More Life was obviously an intentional experiment. Yeah. But, you know, he, he'll use it, like he, a song of Rihanna. Oh, yeah. You know, something where I was like, oh, I'll bring in this superstar to kind of come here and do the heavyweight. Yeah. Besides that Jay-Z collaboration, which felt like they were kind of equals, everything else was just, it was pretty much an old Drake all the time. Like, its he didn't do this, he didn't go towards Afrobeat, he didn't do yeah, yeah, a club yeah. song. It was really just pure, <laughs> uncut Drake, for yeah. better it for worse, for yeah. the whole running time.
0: And that, I think that's like one of the other reasons why I kind of got annoyed with this album, because I, I feel like I'm getting annoyed with Drake. That's <laughs> so much like the first half. The second half, I'm just like Drake is uh, like a couple people I know who I won't name who like are always at uh, the baddest dude, the baddest chicks, and they like they like I'm like, yo, you were like homegirl, oh, and like, and then like two weeks later they broke up, and then they're like, oh, well that dude was a motherfucker or that 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 <laughs> chick was crazy. And I'm like, no, nah, you were the problem. Yeah, it, this is it's... you're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like Drake is that dude. Drake is like the dude that's like, you know, he starts a relationship and then he like he gets in his feelings or he's not like, you know, contributing to the relationship emotionally or something like that. And then like the girl is like, oh fuck you, and then he's like, oh, like I'm in my feelings. Well, you got me in this feeling. Like, no, you're the problem. Yeah, it's just you. This is and, all you, buddy. And I feel like after four albums of this, I'm getting a little frustrated. Yes. <laughs> You know, I'm like, you know, I'm like, bro, you like, you need to figure your sh- your shit out. <laughs> it's not their problem; it's your problem, you know. <laughs> um, so I, I think that's like, you know, one of the things that you know kind of frustrated me, but also too, like, he does speak to the fact that he's a father. Um, and maybe that's going to I, it's going to be very interesting to see, like, how that's going to change his upcoming, like, his, his you know, his post fatherhood or post birth albums, right? Um, you know, because Jay-Z, 444, like, he changed his entire, like, you know, persona and outlook and, like, what he raps about after becoming a father. Even Kanye, like, you know, changed, but not, you know, it's like, it's going to be interesting to see if he still could kind of continues his whole like, these girls are Got me in my feelings. Yeah, <laughs> this bottle of just hurt my
1: hurt hurt me. I was at TGI Fridays. We went on three dates. She's never turning my calls. Why? I'm trained.
0: You, you know, how like, could you? Like, if he's going to continue this, this whole shtick, like you know, in the future, because yeah, I mean, it's it's getting old, dude. It's it's getting old. <laughs> yeah, no, and it, it's
1: something where he still, like I guess, going back to my favorite Ratchet birthday. It's he's still really good at these throwaway pop songs that are yeah. kind of cute. So I would love to hear a lot of that stuff also. But you're right, like as far as his confessionals, we, we were sick of his confessionals since, you know, like like the album when he was on the cover with that blue stuff. What was that album? The the, the Take Care. Oh, take, yeah, yeah, take, take care. care. Yeah, take care. We've yeah, been yeah. right. sick where he's just there looking sad in front of the cover looking like, you know, his dog died. Yeah. Like he that Drake that narrative. And even then that already kinda of got beat to the ground. So I mean the only thing here that kinda of helps is the fact that he's got the sun, he's got the bigger beef. There's a little actually maybe and not to be funny. Maybe that's what it is. Because I would make the argument that I felt like the beef here kind of gave him, because now the, the the throne is being threatened. Yeah. So, and a lot of the bars were written were hitting towards the beef. So it made you feel like he went back to the studio of a little more fire, kind of similar to going back to the Blueprint thing when, you know, before Blueprint, you know, Niles was definitely on a career, a downward spiral. Yeah. And then after Blueprint hit, he came back with Stomatic. This is definitely not Stomatic, but it's still a writing of the ship per se. So it's interesting to see kind of Drake kind of go in that route and kind of come back a little bit harder than he has before. Um, but going back to your point, is I would like to see how it kind of proceeds in the future because apparently this is it. I think this kind of clears up a lot of his label. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the last last uh, album for the you know for his label. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting because obviously he's somebody where he's really good at being commercial minded. But if he's getting because he's somebody who could sign to Apple directly, yeah. So if he's somebody where basically he's independent now, like it's less about the piece of the pie because you know he gets that whole fucking pie. You know. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting yeah. to see how because he's got really no excuse but to expand. Like, before, he kind of had, you know, if you're getting, like, you know, if you're making X amount of records, but you're only making, like, you know, 10% of the dollar, it sucks. (laughs) Yeah. But now you're
0: making everything, yet you have a little more freedom, because, you know, it it goes up into your pocket. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely, um, I'm interested in that, too, just because, you know, for the most part, and this is very interesting, like, a lot of these cats now, like, they don't use the label for anything. Like, there's no, they're not using label A&R and things like that. So. Um, yeah, i'm I'm curious to see what another Drake album is gonna look like completely independent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going but ba- going back to you know, kind of like like uh, what you were talking about earlier, i you know I, I think, um there are you know there is kind of these revelations about drake and his son and kind of like he kind of touches on it and touches on the fact that you know he came from a broken home and now he's like his son is birthed into a broken home and you know um and that yeah i mean i I, you you could definitely see like there's there's some maturity there you could definitely see there's a change that may or may not happen um I, I think for me personally, like I don't feel like I care about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> womp, womp, womp. <laughs> you know, I, I and, you know I, I I see you know, it's just kinda weird to me. It's just I don't know. Like I don't know I wasn't like, Oh my god, Drake well, you know I, I agree with you actually. And yeah. you know why? Because he put God's cosplay on the album. That says, only love my bed and my mama.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I agree. It's something where it's like, I care because he's more more, more energized when he's talking about it. But overall, the actual vibe is just like it's like, it's still just plain old Drake. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's still, there's still a certain level. There's still a certain level of disconnect there. You know, it's still, there's still something where it's, it's. And it, and it kind of sucks because even though this, I think this is probably his most confessional album by a large margin. Oh, yeah, yeah. And even for a man who makes confessional albums, it's a big deal. There's still a level of disconnect, you know, like that you don't really feel the same way that you would. Because not to be funny, and you know, what's interesting about Drake is for somebody who's just a big pop star, you don't really know Drake's personality outside of the records. Yeah. Like, you know, he's somebody where he's obviously petty in relationships. That's all we kind of know. Where yeah. a Jay-Z... You know, there's so many interviews with Jay Z, and even because even Jay Z, somebody where he was seen as aloof, but you have an idea. Of his, you always have an idea of what's yeah. happening there. There's always a point where he kind of sheds a light a little bit through where you have a moment of honesty. Yeah. Drake is so curated, you don't know if he's being honest.
0: Well, I mean, he's he, like I say, he's 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 a pop star now. Yeah, he's but, Beyonce, he's yeah. Taylor Swift. Like they're the, they're the same things, you know. Like he's like you got got like. Like, even Lee Gaga's done more interviews in you know, pop. Like, yeah. Drake, Drake
1: has done no interviews. Yeah, yeah. rarely. <laughs> I can't think of anything where it'll be like your know, prerequisite, like Rolling Stone. Yeah. Front cover, very fluffy. Yeah. You know, the, the interview is somewhere in like fucking Catherine Marmont, LA, mm-hmm. and a certain vibe, and it's like, you know, a thousand, you know, probably maybe 2,000 words, and that's it.
0: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. So, and I think too, like that. I mean, now you are bringing it up, like that's another reason why I'm, I'm not really kind of like excited about it. Because yeah, we don't really know. Like he's not bringing any new information. Yeah. to the table. Like uh, I mean, I'm not saying he needs to be like DJ Khaled and have like the fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> Snapchat every hour album cover. <laughs> The kid's the CEO of uh, OVO. <laughs> I think Khaled did that. It's like the kid's like the CEO of his corporation or something like that. <laughs> I'm not saying like do that, but like the fact that, you know, like the, the whole story is still a mystery. Like, you know, it's like to me, I'm like, well, there's no information, new information on the table. Like yeah. there's nothing that's like really compelling. Like you just confirm what put your tea said. <laughs> Agreed. <Yeah>. Agreed. <laughs> so and you confirming all the things, but I'm like, OK, great. But like there's no like rebuttal about it. There's no like even like, you know, like being in your feelings about put your tea making you be in your feelings. Yeah, like, there's nothing there's nothing there. Um. So I think it's just almost like a moot point. Um, but all that to say, like, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, no, it
1: it's, it's, and I can it's, 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 and, and I don't want to make it sound like, like we're just like, uh, you know, he's boring, yada, yada, yada. It's if you like, if you like pop music, if you like happy, if you like good club songs, this hits. If you want something to ride around in the whip, it hits. If you want stuff to play for your birthday, it hits. Like it's still a great album. It's going to be like one of the best of the year. Perhaps not, but it's definitely like, you know, a runner up. I mean,
0: let's talk about In My Feelings, which I think, I don't know if anybody really pegged. I think everybody pegged the song he had with Michael Jackson, which we didn't talk about. Um... Is that really
1: Michael Jackson or is that The (laughs) Weeknd? I'm pretty sure that's The (laughs) Weeknd.
0: Somebody said That now the Drake And Weekend Drake and The Weekend Are beefing again Cause I guess on Drake's Like Free for Saline In the UK He says like I don't play with X's and O's And XO is like Oh wow And then like He has Michael Jackson Who sounds like The Weekend <laughs> On his track <laughs>
1: uh, If there's anything Drake will go down for Is the Overlord of Petty the, like the overlord the of petty, the 3D chess that Drake plays, oh, this it is, is
0: it's insane. He's, he's got
1: a list like fucking, <laughs> like a little this old perfect penmanship <laughs> of people he hates, like fucking Game of Thrones and Anya. This bodies <laughs> eventually
0: going the cash down the line. <laughs> the 3D chess is, is is actually beautiful. Like I I, I admire the game that the, that he plays. And I'm just like this is incredible. You get to play this game on a high level and still get 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 paid playing the game. Like, I'm not mad. You know, it's it's it, penny pays in the Drake world. <laughs> it literally pays. I'm not mad. But everybody, so everybody thought that, that that Michael Jackson track was going to be like the single, you know, it's going to be service to radio. It's going to be another one, num- another number one hit. But, you know, in my feelings, which I guess now that I listen to it is I am not surprised. Cause it's like, you know, Raja Happy Birthday was another it's a Mimi song. Yeah. But in my feelings it's super memey. And
1: yes, very memey and also a lot of weird sides of Drake. Because on one side you have, you could make it look like, oh, this is this Drake being like, because it's a little emo-y. But then, like, those little samples and, like, everything else comes in. And, is, and, 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 think, and then is that beat, which also, yeah. it's a pure club-ass song. Oh, yeah. So it's weird where you kind of hit both segments where it's, like, you know, if you want to play it when, you know, the, your, your Valentine didn't click, you know, do you like me? Yes or no? And she clicked no. You can play in my feelings. At the same time, if you're out there twerking in the strip club, in my feelings works there also. <laughs> so it's it's a really, and I would love to know who, I don't know if it's Noah made the beat or whatever, it's a really well-constructed song, which didn't oh, yeah. fall apart. Yeah. Because even that City Girl sample, because, and I, and I noticed this, I guess it's the new big thing now, I noticed a lot of the ASAP Rocky album, too. But at least in then you could almost say it was an homage, where it feels like a thing now where, and, and it's always been a thing where you'll have like, like 10 crack commandments. Yeah. You you'd sample another rapper in to kind of do the hook or whatever. But what I've noticed in, in the last couple of, there's been a couple of examples here and there where you'll have a rap song, and they'll literally play another rap song, and that'll be the hook. <laughs> yeah, and it'll be, I'll like, oh, finish off verses, and it's kind of like, like that song is just part of that. You know, yeah, it's, it's almost interchangeable as if you know it's a weird guest appearance that you just kind of threw it in there, but it's an actually it actual song. Yeah. So first of all, it's great for city girls because what I love about it is I love and. You know, we've kind of mentioned in the past or discussed in the past where I love like f- like female rappers that are kind of young, r- yeah. you know, just 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 happy to be rapidly rapid female rappers. So yeah. there's somebody I heard of before in the past where they have a song called "Period," which is about yeah yeah. yeah. So it's it's awesome. Like it's I I love I love. Female rappers that are Proudly you know I don't know I, And I hate throwing on the word feminist because I feel like It's an overused word but they're, they're proud To be female they're like this yeah. is what we do This is yeah. how we are this is our perspective We're not trying to sell it to the guys yeah. We'll be doing this shit If nobody and if of motherfuckers bought a record we would still be doing this shit yeah. And it's cool to kind of have that. And then what's great is how the beat kind of comes in, comes out, switches other samples. And apparently he's filming it in New Orleans. Like the video is filming like right now. Oh, to speak.
0: nice! So nice. it's gonna be
1: a big deal. And so I, I kind of love, you know. And that's the good thing about I guess a Drake or somebody at like that level where you can kind of do cool stuff for the culture that you can't really do because City Girls have been there for a minute and nobody really cares. Yeah. But it's yeah, we, cool where he could kind of like give them this fucking huge ass fucking stage out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, we should talk about that project after, after we want to talk about Drake. I forgot. Yeah. Like, I started listening to the City Girls and there's some tracks there that I really love from them. Yeah, um, yeah it's interesting too because again, like <laughs> I, I mean, I guess we come off as fanboys, but Drake now, you know, Drake has his, I, I guess like Somebody was talking about how Drake took the L and that, you know, he still kind of still got a lot of love from the streets. And that's because Drake does work with these up and coming artists. Yes. And then puts them on different tracks and, and like really propels their careers. Even, you know, you look at Migos, like Migos was hot, but like Drake made them hotter. Yes. Way back in like 2013, 2014. So. Like now we have City Girls, you have a Black Boy JB, you have uh, who's the other cat from Atlanta? Um, young Baby or something like that. Um, I forgot the yeah. name. Young something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and like yeah. you, you, you know, it's like so. It's it's kind of interesting. Um, that to to kind of see that. Um, but yeah. So in my feelings, it's just like I can't get out of my head. It's like such a catchy ass song. Oh, it's, it's great. It's so catchy. Even my wife, who s- swears that she hates Drake up and down, she was humming it the other day. Well, you know,
1: it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, you know, it's, it's.
0: <laughs> and
1: then it, what's cool is it goes back to, because even though I like God's Plan and I do like, um, Nice For What, nice for what those are two very easy songs to pull off. Because God's Plane is like every, you know, he's yeah, just God's a playing, little happy beat. Yeah, and nice I, for I what? No. Yeah. Nice
0: for Like. Well,
1: that's nice for what I feel like you, you took a Lauryn Hill sample, sped it up, and he made it like this into very this weird. a complex song. Well, it depends. Because to me, it's easy to kind of take a Lauryn Hill sample, speed it up. Say this is a female empowerment video, put a whole bunch of females, females in the video that are supposedly empowered, but, but lyrically, the, the song's saying nothing. <laughs> True. It just looks like it on surface, where it's got a, a cute yeah. little, it's got a, it's got a great little Lauryn Hill sample, and like a little balance sample. So that's something where you could always, it'll always be a hit. A huge hit? Maybe not, but it'll be a hit. God's plan, again, is this Drake and his Drake is. What I like about, um, in my feelings, is it sounds generally different. Because it, the, the song switches, the beat's different. Yeah. It's not Drake just kind of doing Drake by the Numbers, where to a certain extent I feel like God Plan and Nice for What are kind of like things where if they came out you know,
0: four years ago, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, you know, they, they could have fit easily in yeah, past Drake albums. I mean, like, God's Plan is, is almost like a classic Drake track. I mean, yeah. I would say Nice for What is definitely, I, I find that, that the production of that and like, just because I, it, it's 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 hard for me to find like the beat with Nice for What. Yes. So it's like, the fact that it's a club track to me is like, pretty amazing. Yeah. In um, my feelings, so, I understand why it's going to be the number one song in the country next week and they're going to, they, they see it to radio, like, it's everywhere. Like, I, I was walking around like Harlem and you know, I was hearing it in the car, like, from people's cars. And car my, tests. My, yo, the car test is real. The car test is real. Fuck your dad, science. The car <laughs> test is real. Um, and my boy was like, yo, I'm walking around Brooklyn, I'm, I'm hearing it. But, number one, it it started because of the dance, like the, the dude doing the dance on Instagram, and now like everybody doing like the "In My Feelings" challenge. Yeah, but it's a carefree, calculated song. Basically, it's "In My Feelings," which everybody says that's what Drake does. He's always in his feelings, so he he titles it "In My Feelings." And then he's like, "Kiki, do you love me?" <laughs> but then he says, "Are you riding?" And the fact that he did like the "ing" is not "Are you riding." It's, are you writing? <laughs> <laughs> the proper English pronunciation? I think that's a trigger for people. <laughs> and it was like, it triggered people that naturally don't like Drake, who are like, oh my god, this dude is so corny. Yeah, And then it's like, you have a corny ass dance that goes around to it. And then it's like, people are like, you know, people want to be corny. Like, we're getting called, like, the cops called on us for, like, you know, like, mowing the lawn and shit yeah, and going no, no, to a pool. So, like, well, some days we we'll just want to be corny. It's, it's and joy. like, he, like, I see, like, what he was doing. I It was very cold and calculated <laughs> how he's pulling he's this shit He's marketing
1: off. the joy to you. Yeah. He's, he's out there with a whole bunch of <laughs> Radio dudes are. F-
0: and like, I don't understand people like when I say like, look, adding the ing is a calculated decision.
1: <laughs> are you writing? He this day like, <laughs> <"Ur."> <laughs> add the eat, add the g, take away the access. Are you writing, <laughs> <laughs> Kiki?
0: Are you writing? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like the more people make fun of it, the more people want to stream it, and yeah, the more the more money he makes. <laughs>
1: and and, it, and it's a fun. Like I've seen the dances. I've seen some crazy ass shit. And it's it's generally like it's a song where. It's just a great summer song. And, 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 a, and a summer song where, you know, we all feared that the laziest 90s throwback, My Boo, was about to take over the summer. Hopefully, Drake the Dark Horse will come and save us all from that bad nostalgia.
0: Wait, what's that? My Boo. Yeah, no, it's coming back?
1: No, but it's still, it's, I feel like it's a song, it's, it's blowing, it's huge. I, I love like, that song. Yeah, but that song is killing me, dog. Why? That you, it's, such, it's such an unoriginal track. It's literally. I can tell you how My Boo came around. See, this is what happened. Yeah, some AI scientist somewhere <laughs> fed a computer a whole bunch of '90s tracks and said, "Make a '90s track for me," and it spit out My Boo. But you know the, the kid, the kids, the kids
0: are they're listening to, that, to the that, 90s. that song is 120% CGI. I Actually, talking, is Xbox I, I, graphics. I was talking to a 16-year-old about John B. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Like, who like loves John B. <laughs> like what? it's insane. uh but no yeah no so like you know i it's it's crazy how again like i was kind of shocked that this track like bubbled up but you know I, I i think it was by design and which to me again is just like amazing to me the testament to the Drake genius <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh but yeah no
1: man but overall yeah that can't be you know we were both we hating we were hating i was hating on drake up until this point we're hating yeah <laughs> But like I have to admit it, like it's issues. issues. Are you hating? Uh, <laughs> hating? <laughs> Are you hating? <laughs> I was hating quite well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's 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 definitely a better. It's one of his better projects. Like I can't be mad. Like like it's it's definitely got its floors. Definitely floored, but floored. But um, overall, it's definitely you can't believe really, if you. I'd be very surprised if you're a hip hop fan and you can't find ten solid ass songs in the album. Oh yeah. No, no matter if you like your trap. If you like your stuff more, fucking boom bappy. If you like stuff a little more, you know R and B crossover. There's definitely ten songs on this album for you. So I props for Drake. Yeah, 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 yeah
0: definitely, definitely. Um, so yeah, so let's talk about some new mu- music. All right. I'm, I'm going to start us off just because yeah, yeah. I have
1: a new music because it was a rough. I was on vacation. Oh, uh. <laughs> but uh, going back to somebody else who rided the ship, I thought it was also a really good week for, of all people, Future. Yeah. Yeah. Beast Mode 2. Beast Mode 2. And even, and then what's weird about that is the fact of where, because Future's, you know, he had last year, we had a really good year where he had, um. Hendrix and I forget what I think it was self-titled. Yeah, we had a double album and you know a lot of crossover songs and mask off. He had a lot of big singles. Yeah, and this year it's been quiet and the stuff that's kind of leaked out has been eh at yeah. best. Like even the fact that he had the super he had this um, the Superfly soundtrack which is supposed to be a huge thing, and I've heard jack shit about it. Like he's somebody where he's kind of been and at times he's been bored. I mean not to be funny. The best feature verse I heard this year was probably his worst which was on that Kendrick Lamar album. <laughs> 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 so it was the only time where I felt any in life. And what's cool with Beast Mode is the fact that even though Beast Mode, I feel like the Beast Mode 1 was a little more aggressive, Beast Mode 2 is this future the way you kind of want him, where it's very, you know, within reason. Because you're not yeah. going to get any, you're not going to get complex feminism from the future. future. Yeah. You're not going to get real deep, deep, deep self-reflection but you're gonna get his emo ass thoughts yeah and, and I feel like this 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 album you know it's nice concise 8 tracks yeah it's Zaytoven kind of doing the same thing he was doing in the Tiny Music where he's just Bro, lib- liberace The Zaytoven is
0: going yeah.
1: crazy Every, the keys the, the, you know the old, old the, the measures don't match up he switches things up it's all freestyle you know he's, he's just doing a lot of stuff on the beats and then is his future doing what he does best talk about what a piece of shit he is and I think yeah. that it makes a really solid ass fucking album where I feel like in the past he was doing a little bit too much where, he, you know, he, he could come off very mean-spirited yeah. and misogynistic more so than the average rapper, where I think he kind of forgot where, you know, because Future was somebody where he was a big trap rapper, he tried to cross over with Pluto, and then that kind of wobbled, and then from that point on, you know, he was the subject of tabloid, when him and Ciara broke up. And he kind of came back as basically like, you know, I guess a a more focused, meaner Drake almost, where it's very much, (laughs) you know, emo my girl broke up with me. Yeah, And since then, he kind of built up this future brand where he's this big, huge MC. And this is kind of a back to basics move, which I think is another great thing. I think it's cool to kind of see him kind of go back to his quote unquote roots. Or at least not necessarily his roots, but what kind of made him pop in the first place.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And my my favorite track on this album is the one that's the most emo. (laughs) (laughs) Called Hate the Real Me. Yeah, Hate the
1: Real Me. That's, that's a real one. That, exactly. Like, <laughs> how do you have a song? And I Hate to Be Mean. More effective than um, I Thought About Killing You. Like, it's, it's something where, Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. It's, a, it's a general song about being a piece of shit. And I actually like it. Like, it's something where you can't be mad. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm realizing, you know, more and more, I like... I I like I didn't realize how much I like emo future. <laughs> I, I tend to like turn up future. Like, Mask Off is like that's the track you yeah. know like you know like <laughs> so like like i yeah i, I was f- super surprised at like how much i love that track and like some of the other tracks in this album um you know and i'm like oh man i want more emo feature yeah no it's 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 his best lane and, it, and it's great it's nine tracks
1: yeah. hint, hint drake Ta-ha! so it's nice it's concise it kind of it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's something where you know going back to the whip test it the passes AC, in pro- pro- high colors. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. And I, I do have to say, like Zaytoven, I think more than future was like the star to me. Like, oh yeah, just, like, no, my goodness. Old church,
1: church chords kind of coming in there, <laughs> solos. Cause like it's still very trappy, but I don't know where the,
0: those those pianos you know, just keep on fucking going. Like I mean, they energize the money. I mean, I I really I really want you know cause. Again, like you know, like you were calling Zaytoven doing his Liberace. Like, it, like we talked about this earlier. Like the the Tiny Desk concert with with Gucci and Zaytoven. Beethoven is just like killing the keys, yeah, continuous, just killing the keys. And you you hear all you hear, you hear that, and like all throughout this this mixtape. And I'm just like, it's incredible. But he's able to like lace that with the A O eight. He's able to kind of lace that with the trap beats. And it's like if, you know, if you'll have to kind of hear for it. But I'm like, I yeah, I was just like blown away by that. Yeah, and, and it and it fits because it's such an emo kind of song, so it's not like he's doing turn-up. Yeah. So Zaytobin can
1: sit there and just, you know, play the keys while Preacher keeps up preaching. I mean, I, double future keeps on preaching about how much piece of crap he is, and it, it fits in perfectly.
0: I'm I'm telling you, if I was rich, I would do like a Zaytobin liberace tour. <laughs> <laughs> he is out there
1: playing keys behind S- all young S- trap rappers. S- <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm here for it. He's just there, you know.
1: <laughs> OJ <laughs> o- the Juice Man in three parts. <laughs> I'm here for it. Oh, masterpiece hits. <laughs> oh, I'll pay good ass money am, a- to see Zaytoven.
0: I am here for two
1: masterpiece hits.
0: <laughs> um, I want to talk about City Lake City Girls right quick because I actually listened to Period, which is their their mixtape that dropped, um, and that's thanks to Drake to be. One hundred and ten. Like I know they're on the quality control mixtape, which I don't. I mean, I'm I'm not checking for quality control. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, if it's not Migos, it don't count. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's a couple tracks here that I really love. Uh, one of it is I, "I'll Take Your Man." <laughs> but the reason I love it is because it's it's basically an old school Miami booty bass. Yes, like you know production. And it just brought me back I grew up in the south And like before I was listening to like You know up north hip hop We're trading like Miami booty based tapes (laughs) (laughs) Back and forth In school You know and CDs and shit like that They used to have like warnings The 808s were so deep They used to have like hearing warnings (laughs) (laughs) Like don't play this at the loudest level It it might kill your Awa Walkman (laughs) I had one of those. What <laughs> is that that brand? I had I had I ate with everything. Uh you know. That mega bass. That
1: Sony <laughs> yeah, Walkman just you, explodes. You push the
0: button and it's like, oh it's, it's not a, mega it's base. This,
1: that yellow that yellow sports walkman just fucking just literally melts in your hand. Now you're in the hospital for third degree
0: burns. <laughs> from that Mammy Booty bass. But you know, City Girls, like they have a few tracks like that. And it's it's cool. Like it's it's like it kinda like the I wouldn't say devolves but kind it kind of gets they kind of wear out their welcome towards the middle of the of the project and that's why i kind of didn't select them to talk about today but those first two tracks i'm just like they're doing this kind of throwback miami booty bass and like they need to stick with that lane because yes. like nobody's doing that oh it's like super perfect tr- like summer like, uh, you know, just summer material. They're, like, super... I wouldn't say they... I mean, I guess... I wouldn't... Even call I don't know what to call I, I might get in trouble calling them feminist. But, you know, they... Empowered. They, they're, they're, they're definitely... They're, they're very empowered. From,
1: from, a, like, from a people's perspective, and I love it. Like I said, it's it's got issues. It's Not all the messages you would say are necessarily lean towards feminism, per se, but it's cool where, like, if you've got all this toxic... Maxim, like... Like you got all this toxic masculinity kind of pouring out of hip hop for all these years.
0: Yeah, I love to hear the female version. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, like like fuck that dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. like I, I want to hear that shit.
1: It feels it feels fucking refreshing for once.
0: I guess it's almost like toxic feminine <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: but, but it's great. But it's great. And, and that's where it's a lot of the feet. Like Trina. Like, like yeah, there's a reason why yeah. people worship Trina in 2018. Exactly. And she just came out. Exactly. And going back to your point about why. It's weird because and I hear this I hear this issue for a lot of DJs where they're like, you know, they like trap, but playing trap is weird. Yeah. Because BPMs are kinda slow. Yeah. It's all bass. And I think there's a reason why, like, um, like Little Uzi Vert, where you, you see he's like a I know he's Lil little Uzi Vert, it's um, Playboy Cardi. But even Uzi Vert, where they're like we're rock stars. Yeah. And like the Playboy Cardi video was just a big mosh but happening. Yeah. And then there's a lot of moshing at these songs, I think, because the BPMs are slow so low and heavy. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. you can do is kind of you can't really dance to it. Yeah. And I think the only logical thing to do is to bump the BPMs up and just start fucking popping and dancing I'm... and fucking just getting you to shake on. I... And I'm hoping that this movie kind of kind of goes
0: in this direction. I mean like like if if I was a DJ I would be playing "I Take Your Man" like at every summer party. <laughs> like I mean, it, it's 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 such a great song. It's such a class, Like it literally like took me back to like middle school and high school where like you know we're listening. And you know, I was talking. I was trying to explain the other day. Like there's a difference between like Atlanta booty bass and like Miami booty bass. Oh, I was like, do, do tell. <laughs> well, Miami, yeah. it's so like a little more
1: crisp. Well,
0: oh. well and, and the ATO is like mad. Like super produced because it's like R and B producers producing it, whereas oh. <laughs> like in Miami it's like mad raw. I mean, like like Two Life Crew and like you yeah. know Trip Daddy, like it's mad raw. It's <laughs> it's almost like there's almost like connection to like the SoundCloud rap coming out of Miami. It's like super like unmastered. No, I remember those tapes. Those tapes sounded like ass. They sounded like ass. Yeah, like it sounded like it was a dub of a dub of a dub. and, yeah. I would,
1: and these are tapes I actually bought. Yeah, like shrink wrapped. So I was like, how does this yeah. sound so fucking bad?
0: And it's like it's something about Miami that's just like they that's their like they 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 take pride in that shit, yeah. you know. So uh, it, it brought me back, and I'm just like, this is this is amazing, you know. I don't want since their own quality, they're signed by Quality and Control. I just don't want them to be like doing like you know Migos tracks and Lil yeah. Yai tracks I want them to kind of like find their lane and like really get in there and like you know because I, I, I think like they have something um, especially like they're doing like old school hip hop samples and shit like they have something that they can kind of like grasp onto um, you know but like I said you know like I towards the middle of the album like it got a little bit re- repetitive but I think with the right producers and right A&R like they can really like you know like blow up so, and then they got the, the Drake co cosine, so. Yeah,
1: and then like I said, hopefully, apparently they're in the video too. So hopefully, like that'll blow them up even more. Like I said, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm here for young talent. I'm definitely here for young female talents. Props to them. And then like you know, hopefully, like I said, next year will be the summer of Miami booty base.
0: <laughs> here for it. Da, da, da. Um, I guess there's one other artist I could talk about. Um, and we can round this out with desires. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Omar Apollo is, he just dropped a project. Um, he's basically, for some reason I have like this really cool, um, I guess like like place in my heart for like white boy soul
1: because <laughs> there's it's, it's no cuz there's a lot of great classic white soul singers yeah. you know what I'm saying Tina yeah. Marie goes fucking hard he's yeah. at Stanfield go fucking hard oh hell yeah we we already had a John B reference in this podcast <laughs> <I haven't really> <laughs> spoke <laughs> there's a place for white man in soul music as long yeah, as, yeah 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 so i to do it respectfully fuck yeah. you, Justin
0: so all I say like like I love this is Tom Mish, who's out of the UK who another white boy soul like love loves this album and like Omar uh is, Apollo is kind of like the like the American version of Tom Mish and Tom Mish if you don't know it's like he's a UK singer but he's like he's like a folk singer that's singing soul music that can pull it off <laughs> <laughs> And like Omar Apollo, he's from like Indiana. Like he's kind of the same along the same vein, but he's a little bit more soulful. He's a little bit more. You could tell he's American. And he has a little bit more like like that kind of soul, multi influence. But he's you know still on that folk vein and kind of like the folk spectrum. Yeah, and he kind of like rides both both of those lines. Um, and yeah, it's, it's cool. Like, like there's a few tracks that um, ignoring, and there's a couple other tracks that like have been popping up. And I was like, oh shit, this is really dope. Uh, so yeah, the the EP is called Stereo. It just just dropped. I think like two weeks ago.
1: Um, yeah. Awesome.
0: Cool. cool. Cool stuff. So yeah,
1: I mean, and I think it's gonna be interesting because like I guess you've got all the all the gods have dropped something. Yes, and and you know like it's 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 been probably one of the best years in hip hop. In years.
0: You know, and I didn't want to bring this up. This probably will be a subject for the next popcat, podcast. Somebody said that this is like June was one of the worst months in hip hop. Really? And I I was listening to his reasoning. And I was like, okay. Hmm. The Kanye album, like the Wyoming albums other than Daytona weren't that great. Uh, the Jay Z and Beyonce albums uh, album like was was great, but didn't really stick with people. It wasn't long lasting. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe maybe that's true. Maybe like like if we look back at this this, this past month and say five years, what will we, what what will we really remember? So that's, that's some food for thought. In we'll your, talk about that next next podcast. In my feelings,
1: <laughs> in that my feelings, song, yeah. is eternal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that more. I was thinking about that. We'll talk about that more uh, in, in the future. In the future. So,
1: right. uh, but uh, <laughs> the guys, thanks for listening. Uh, we 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 recently recorded a radio show where we actually play some music we, that we personally love.
0: They let us play real music.
1: It was great. We were out there. You know what I'm saying you know, spinning the records like the old school, getting my, you know, Angie Martinez on, <laughs> you know, I was showing up their bangle earrings, you know what I'm saying, talking about, you know, Hot 97 callers, you know what I'm saying, it was great. But, um, but um, yeah, so it's on Cloud. we'll have the link up with the podcast and the comments. And then, you know, as usual, guys, show us some love, holler, if you see us in the streets, buy me a beer, buy me
0: some crystal meth. Shout me out. Buy red. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. What? <laughs> I'm not associated with that. You can buy it and flip it, man. I have a life to live. Da, da, da. <laughs>
1: <laughs> life, life is over for me now. The Connie Alps came out. That's it. It's a uh, suicide time <laughs> the savior has fallen the emperor wears no clothes I had to wear all my easuses and I was crying I tore up all my you know wonderful world of cotton matrix wear <laughs> The shred some easy all the easy seasons it's been sad sad
0: <laughs>
1: but anyway folks we all love right, you guys out cool. there peace peace